lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements in Southern California with my wife Patty. Hello. And Patty, today we leave the Orangeland RV Park in Orange County. I got I got to say I'm going to miss this place. I agree. It's a really great place. Um I've said that to you before that I would put this in the top five for sure of the rv parks we've said the rv parks yeah, i still stayed. think uh the jupiter rv resort with just class a motor coaches i think that's still our favorite and i don't know there are different reasons i guess yeah. more grass there for sure oh, which yeah, is totally. nice i it, it is kind of funny that the first rv park in which we stayed like set the bar like because we we didn't know anything you know so it's like oh this is how they are then we found out not all of them are that nice. Well, <laughs> I kind of the... knew that already because I have uh, been into an right. RV park before. But yeah, we've been through the gamut for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. But yeah, or- Orangeland RV Park in Orange, California. Guys, if you're considering traveling in an RV to Southern California, uh, to the LA area, not only is Orangeland nice with some nice amenities, the pool, good laundry, huge laundry facility. Right. Um. And you can pay with an app on your phone. Yeah, and that's nice. really nice. You don't have to worry about going and Go, getting going quarters. Going to get quarters, yeah. But it's in a great location. The Honda Center, where the Anaheim Ducks play, is right up the street. Angel Stadium. We walked there Monday night to go see the Angels play. There's a movie theater across the street. Well, well kind of across two streets. but there's Still in walking there, distance. Yeah. There's a, a restaurant we had dinner at uh, Wednesday night. That is you know, within walking distance as well. Um, there is a, a bar and, and a pool hall that's literally adjacent to the RV park. And you know, it's a nice place. Uh, heck, there's even a, a fitness gym at the RV park, the little fitness center, as well as like a uh, CrossFit training place right on the other side of the wall from us, like from where we are right now recording this. Right. And there's a lot of people who actually live here full time. There are. And... It is a good place for that because you do have the gym, which I haven't seen in a park yet. That's the first one I've right. seen. I think they may have been going to put one in. In Jupiter, in but Jupiter, it just wasn't, but it wasn't ready, ready yet. yet. But, you know, there's the pool that's really nice. It's a, actually got an eight-foot eight depth feet, yep. at yep. one end, which we've been in places where they had pools, and it's okay. It's four or five feet, four though. or five yeah. feet. Um, and it was never overcrowded that Not I saw all. either, which is nice. You've got a little outdoor area that we sat in and worked one day and sat outside with homes and it was breezy and nice. Yep. Which was adjacent to the laundry facility. Laundry we were facility. actually doing laundry while we did that. Right. And what else? Um, the people are just really nice too. They are. And I think we mentioned before you can pick your own oranges from the trees because it used to be an orange grove. And lemons. They're, they have lemons here. Right. We didn't realize that right next to the RV was a lemon tree. Now, the lemons weren't ready to pick, but they were right there. Right. Yeah. In fact, before we roll out of here this morning, might uh, might grab a lemon or two just, you know, just because. We'll pretend it's a lime. 
because it's green. I don't think it works that no? way, dear. No. no, not so much. Mm-mm, not so much. Right. Well, it's kind of funny though. Uh, so Disneyland is also only about two miles away, and most of the people who are here for vacation, you mentioned people live here full time, but most of the people who are here just for like a week or so are not like us and going to baseball games. They are here because they are going to Knott's Berry Farm, which also which is also very close. They are going to Disneyland. And so for, for something like that, this place is ideal. Absolutely. Cause, especially because they have that, that Disneyland shuttle that goes right here from the park to Disneyland and comes back and it's like two bucks a person. Right. And this place is very kid friendly. Oh, for sure. certainly. Seen a lot of kids riding around on their bikes. And because Disneyland is so close, I thought of this walking back from the laundry room Sunday night. I could hear the fireworks at Disneyland and... It, I didn't really think about this memory until Sunday night. Now, we had heard the fireworks previously. Heck, we heard the fireworks Monday night at Angel Stadium for, at Disneyland. But when I was in boot camp in San Diego, the Marine Corps Recruit Depot in San Diego literally is right next to the San Diego airport. Okay? Like, okay. there is a chain link fence that separates the two. Okay? Right. From the, the, the runway and our own runway where we ran. <laughs> Okay. Two, two names or two ways to use the word runway. Huh? Exactly. Okay. But I remember one night laying in the bunk after lights out and I see these fireworks going off in the distance. I'm like, what is that? Well, I found out they were fireworks at SeaWorld ah, in San Diego. Okay. So add to the torment of being in boot camp for three months and you see these planes taking off every day. And then off in the distance, you see fireworks, and you find out it's SeaWorld. <laughs> so it's torture because you can't go do those oh, things? Yes. You're stuck? See, Marine Corps boot camp, while physically demanding, it's me- it's more mentally tough than it is physically tough. That kind of segues into what we did some Tuesday? of what we did Tuesday, right? Yeah. We went to a, a Hollywood sitcom taping. We were in the studio audience of a new CBS sitcom called Happy Together. It debuts on CBS on October 1st. And guys, I think you're going to like it. Uh, But what Patty was referencing was that there was a group of Marines who were there. There, I think there were five or six of them. And the comedian who was kind of like our host, uh, he would entertain us in between takes or while they changed sets or whatever. His name's Ron Pearson is the guy's name. Very funny, talented guy. Very. He was great. Oh, my God. He had us in stitches. But he asked if there were any groups there. And you had a, a group of students from Cal State Fullerton. You had another group. And then you had these Marines. Oh, right, yeah, Marine Corps. Right? And he made fun of them. He was like, rah, 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 rah. And it, it was funny. But then he brings down three uh, corporals from, where were they from? Chicago, Detroit, and Brooklyn. Right. And he bring. I remember the Brooklyn guys, Elijah. And it was Emmanuel was from Chicago. I can't remember the... Uh, um, the Michigan guy. But anyway, he had a Michigan tattoo, University of Michigan tattoo. Yes. But um yeah, so he b- brings these guys down and 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 it, it was it was really cool. And then he he, he just man, he lauded the Marines cuz his nephew is serving in the Marine Corps. Ron Pearson's nephew, so he's got such a high esteem for uh for Marines and that was pretty cool. Well, he was talking about him going through the crucible and how yeah, and tough it is. Yep. Yep, yep, but well, again, boot camp is, is tough. Now, I did play three sports in high school, so I'm sure it was probably easier for me than it was for other people. 
Um, but for me, boot camp was more mentally demanding and challenging than physically. I was I was already in pretty good shape when I left to go to boot camp because I went right out of high school. Seeing the or hearing the fireworks from the Orangeland RV park reminded me of watching the fireworks at SeaWorld while I was trying to go to sleep in boot camp. <laughs> That's an interesting memory. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't think of it until Sunday night. I have no idea what made me think of it, but maybe just walking back from the laundry facility by myself and just hearing that off in the distance. I don't know. Well, and you just had your memory stimulated by that whole thing with the Marines yeah. and being at the taping because... Right. That was something you did when you were in the Marines as well, right? Yeah, so let's set up Happy Together a little bit, shall we? Okay. So Damon Waynes Jr., who you probably know from New Girl, or he was coach on New Girl, or the show Let's Be Cops, which he did, or the, the movie Let's Be Cops, which he did with Jake Johnson, also from New Girl. What was the other show? He, Happy Endings was another hilarious show that he was in on Yeah, ABC. I really liked that one. And then um, Amber Stevens-West, who we saw most recently in ghosted right yes i think it's called ghosted yes it was yeah ghosted on fox it was adam scott and craig robinson right a, another hilarious show that fox unceremoniously canceled after one season disappointed about that but damon waynes jr and amber stevens west play jake and claire a married couple and jake is an accountant and one of his clients is this Australian pop singer named Cooper James. Well, Cooper James, the paparazzi's after him because he broke up with his also famous girlfriend, who is we find out is crazy. And so he wants a place like to lay low. So he asks if he can stay there with them. Cooper James is played by an Australian actor named Felix Mallard, another funny dude who uh, looks a lot. Reminds me a lot of Harry Styles. Oh, and Harry is Styles is a producer, a producer executive right. producer up, uh, for the sitcom. And yeah, he's got awesome hair, Cooper James. He does. There's even a scene that we saw them shoot where he was he kind of like th- took his hat off so this girl would recognize him, and she didn't. So he throws his head, throws his hair back. <laughs> right. It was. It is really funny, and I really enjoyed the experience. I wasn't sure what to expect. I had something in my head of what I thought it would be like. Right. And it was similar, but not quite the same. In that you're you're sitting in these chairs on a what do you call that a like stadium seating yeah stadium seating and you're up above where they're where the set is that i would have expected right Mm -hmm. but you're also viewing things on the screen more than you are really watching them yeah and for us we were in the back row because we tried to get there before four o'clock the taping uh, let's started not talk at five, about la traffic but la traffic yeah. prevented us i think we, we said that before yeah we got there about <laughs> 406 i think and so then we were on this the wait list but we did get in and so yeah we didn't have ideal seats we were in the back row sat next to a very nice couple named uh michael and danielle from toronto they were visiting uh nice thing about tapings is they're free even though you're there for a sitcom which has a 23 minute running time they do every scene at least three times they got to change the sets so we got there for we got there about a little after four for a five o'clock taping, and we left at nine thirty. That's how long it takes. But the nice part is they fed us. They gave us sandwiches, and and we got some popcorn that they gave us. Because yeah, from be- Popcornopolis. That's yes. that's, that's um, nice not stuff. popcorn. That's like crack because it's right. got chocolate, chocolate and caramel, and caramel on it, on right? It, right? <laughs> and you got you you earned that. 
pop. I did. I laughed really well. Yes. I will say, you have to laugh just as much on the first take when it's new to you as you do on the third and fourth take. And that's a little difficult to, to try to create an authentic laugh. Um, I will say, sometimes they did change up the script a little bit. Yeah, that helped to yes, get it, some it genuine laughs. Yes, it definitely helps. You had like, some new jokes. Well, and the thing is, so they're recording you. They're recording the laughs. Yeah. You are really going to be part of the laugh track. I can't wait until this episode, how Jake and Claire met, airs, so that we can see if, if we can pick out our laughs. It, it, it'd be funny if, if we could actually do that. It would, and, and I think yours and is then, pretty distinctive. Right? And then we'll just tell everybody, hey, the... 17 minute mark <laughs> after this joke you can hear us laugh <laughs> right but it when it was funny stuff it really mm-hmm. was a good show and i really do look forward to watching it oh yeah they showed us a few episodes up front too because they had started what was it two episodes they showed us i think we were there for the second episode they, they showed us the pilot okay and then the other scenes that they showed on the screen with, with with the flashback scenes to when they were to when Jake and Claire met in college. Um, yeah, but I was thinking we watched two, no, but maybe we no, just, just watched one. Just okay. one. But the the flashback scenes were uh, taped the day before. I found out from one of the wardrobe people who also went out to use the restroom at the same time I did <laughs> that they spent thirteen hours shooting those scenes. Wow. The day before. Now they were outdoor scenes with like and there there was supposed to be snow and right and so that probably took there, there was a little more involved than just being on the set and you know telling jokes and 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 whatnot well i think it's fun to see it's also very interesting to see the process you know that they have to do multiple takes to get a scene but to actually see Especially it done when Damon Wayans Jr. can't remember his lines <laughs> he wasn't the only one doing that. Don't be calling him out now. I tell you what, though, I was really impressed with Amber Stevens West. Like we already liked her, and she was in the show Greek. She was on Twenty Two Jump Street. She was in the Carmichael show. But we loved her on Ghosted. And uh, yeah, man, while some of the actors, especially Damon Wayans Jr. and Felix Mallard, were talking to the director, Amber Stevens West was totally locked in. So when Ron Pearson is telling jokes, she's listening. When the DJ is playing music, she's singing along because she was just locked in. She knew her stuff. And I was really, really impressed by her. Not that I wasn't impressed by the other guys, but she particularly stood out. Yeah, she definitely had her lines down and ready to go. And they would coach a little bit on inflections mm-hmm. and, and things and change things up a little yeah, bit. I, I only remember her flubbing up like once. Well, I'm not saying a flub. I'm saying they'll they'll say, okay, we want you to do it a little bit differently. Right. Yeah, exactly. And how tall was that director, by the way? He's like nine feet tall. <laughs> I don't think he was quite nine feet tall, no? but I don't know. Um, he, he so, was a, let's see here. I, that's the paper. I, I got the sheet from, from Tuesday night. Yeah, they give us the, the program. Yeah, they the give you a program. Um, oh, there it is. I didn't even need to move it. Jeff Greenstein. Greenstein. Jeff Greenstein is the director's name. Yeah. Nine feet tall. <laughs> okay <laughs> um so he didn't have to use the ladder that oh my god so this is how ron impressive ron pearson balanced did. on his chin so he, he at first he pretended like he was a, a a juggler or as someone who could not juggle he brought this one guy up there and ron pearson was pretending like he couldn't juggle he kept bouncing it off his chest or whatever but then yeah the dude does all these tricks 
And then he brings out a chair and puts that on his face. This one guy apparently was not impressed. So he goes down onto the set, grabs a six-foot ladder. We're talking about like a six-foot aluminum ladder. He puts, yeah, it was an actual one that they used actual, on the set. We saw them use it because they had to fix some lights. Yeah. He puts a six-foot ladder on his face, like on his chin, and juggled three bowling pins. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, my God. We had we had a blast. Much better than the uh, movie screening we went to. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely much better. And, I, I highly recommend experiencing a taping if you have the opportunity. Yeah, and, guys, so it doesn't cost anything. You just have to sign up uh, ahead of time. But the cool thing is if you have a group, a large group of people, I don't know what the group size is, uh, but if you have a large enough group, they will actually pay you. So if, if you have a group and you want to fundraise, we used to do this when I was in the Marine Corps. Our battalion would go up as a group because the studio would pay us and we would use that as a fundraiser for like the Marine Corps ball or whatever else we had going on. Uh, you can use that as a fundraiser to sit in the studio audience. So when like I was in the Marine Corps, we'd come up from Camp Pendleton. I saw tapings of Coach and All-American Girl and Grace Under Fire and and a, a, a couple others. And yeah, it, it was a good time. Now, I don't, I think it's changed a little bit since then. I remember Brett Butler coming up into the crowd and like telling jokes and stuff. We didn't have any interaction like that with any of the cast. Right. Happy they, they brought they them out and introduced them at the beginning. They did a cu- curtain call at the end. Ron Pearson called out to them a couple of times like, mm-hmm. hey, they're doing a great job. And we would applaud them and they would be like, hey, right. yeah, exactly. thanks. <laughs> but Angel Stadium, we are uh, we're going to run long here. Angel Stadium, let's get to that right after this word from Children's Hope Alliance. Any child should be able to at least go to a foster home and experience the family. After a traumatic past, Briar was fostered and adopted through Children's Hope Alliance. I felt like God chose this place. And I feel like when he opened the door for them being my foster parents, he also opened the door for them being my mom and dad. There are kids right now in your community waiting for someone like you to open their hearts and home. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S. That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn how to give hope to a child. Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. And Patty, we are on a bit of a winning streak. Three games in a row now, the home teams have won with the A's, Dodgers, and Angels after the Angels beat the Detroit Tigers 6-2 to two on Monday. So that puts us at? 15-13, uh, 28 games in 24 stadiums. All right. It's about and time we got to a winning streak. And right. Maybe we can keep that going. Your birthday weekend in San Diego, Friday and Saturday. Saturday is your birthday, August 11th, and that will be our 30th game, just like your age. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm not telling anybody otherwise. But Angel Stadium, um, nice stadium. Uh, the tickets, we got $9 tickets in Section 307, so that was fantastic. Great ticket prices, easily affordable. Concession prices are what you would expect in Southern California, however. Um, although the, not the food as, prices aren't too bad. It's not as bad drinks. as Dodger Stadium, for sure. Right. And definitely not as bad as AT&T Park. <laughs> no, and they do have $4 dollars 
Was it four dollar and fifty cents? Yeah, you can get four dollar uh, a twelve ounce can domestic beer, so like a Miller Lite or a Bud Light or something for four dollars and fifty cents, which is actually comparable to something that you might find at like a high end bar. Right. So that's not bad. No, not at all. But getting the large beers or the right. craft beers is is or, you know, more souvenir soda. Yeah. Yeah, but. They also have, speaking of affordability, getting there, there is a train called the Angel Express. You can get there from Oceans, as far away as Oceanside. Which is in San Diego County, guys. That's like an hour away. Yeah, and as close or far away, whatever you want to call it, uh, LA Union Station Right, which on is, the other end. Which would be a 40-minute drive in good traffic. Right. Um, so that's really nice. And $7 round trip, right? $7 round trip for an adult. In July and August, kids actually ride free. That's sweet because they're out of school. Yeah. And it's on weeknight home games that start at 7.07. So it's a specific time frame. It's weeknights and things mm-hmm. like that. But still, that's a really good deal. It is. And Dodger Stadium doesn't have a train that goes right to it. It does help that Angel Stadium is literally right next to the train station in Anaheim, the Arctic, which we talked about before. It's all lit up. It's lit up red when the Angels are playing at home. Um, yeah, really, really, really cool train station. <laughs> also orange when the Ducks are home and right. close enough to yeah, walk cause, to. Yeah, because Honda Center is right across the street from there. Right. Honda Center and Angels Stadium are, what, two blocks away from each other, something like that? Right. Very close. So the stadium itself are... Our seats were good, mm-hmm. but I thought it was kind of weird. The yeah, you angle. said we were at a weird angle up there in the, on, on the club level. Um, what did you mean by that? Well, you're. By the way, you can see the photo of the view from our seats at the Home Run on Wheels photo gallery. Yes. So my thinking is, you have to, you're angled toward the outfield instead of being angled toward the infield. Okay. So you're kind of, if you're looking out, if you're looking straight out from your seat, you're looking at the outfield and not, and the infield is to your right. I don't know, it just felt a little bit awkward. It wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. It was just a little strange from yeah. what I'm used to. Now, what you did like, though, was the Albert Pujols meter, uh, home run meter they had out beyond uh, center field there in the concourse. Of course. Good old Pudgels had several... <laughs> um, <laughs> Had several banners and different things about him. Um, and then the other thing the out there. The home run meter, by the way, is a career home run meter because he's like at 631, I think it was, when we were there. Right. And he was also now, I'm not sure if he got another hit. I think he was yeah, three hits away. He's closer to becoming the first player, Not maybe not the first player, but to get. To so get 1,000 hits in each league. League. In two leagues. Mm-hmm. The two leagues. So, I thought that was pretty cool. I was hoping we'd see it that night, but not so much. Nope. I think he just had one hit. Yeah. But that was good enough. And Mike Trout didn't play. Hopefully, we'll see Mike Trout, that his, his thumb is fine, and he will play in Arizona when we are there, because the Angels will be there playing the Diamondbacks. Right. So, you get to see Pujols again. I do. Yes. The other thing that was really cool out in that same area where they had that meter was the fountain 
that was really neat. And they that thing lights up with a home run. We saw a couple Angels home home runs. It doesn't light up. It flames right up. And so we're walking back there because we were told like the best nachos in the stadium are back there. And I was hungry. So we were walking back there. And it's like, oh, let's get a photo from behind the fountain. Because the rocks out there are actually part of the rocks are form an A. And so then the water cascades over that A, and it's, it's kind of neat to see from behind because through the water you can see the field. And oh, I'm going to get a picture of this. Well, we're back there, and then boom, Eric Young Jr. hits a home run. <sighs> Flames come up. <laughs> right. I took another picture of that. You can also see that photo at the Home Run on Wheels photo gallery. And then uh, we got those nachos, huge portion for what, what was it, like 11 bucks, I think, something like that. It wasn't, it was pretty reasonable. It was. And I had my salad with chicken and a lot of chicken on it mm-hmm. and that was 11 bucks and that was yeah. a good deal so yep. really good value at that stadium for yeah. sure so then we eat our, our food and we start talking to these two women who had sat down next to us and sarah and noelle yeah they were fun and, right they definitely were locals they were like from long beach but so then it's like the eighth inning. We're, we're walking back. We're trying to make our way all the way around the stadium. We never did quite make it because then we stopped to watch the final inning. The Angels win. And then I took a photo that I am especially proud of with the yes. an- Angels win and the flames coming up in the fountain. And Folks, he was telling everyone about this. And I, I, I showed people my, the photo I took. Of course. Yeah, and, and so that photo I had was to also say, at the Home Run on Wheels photo gallery. And... And on our what did Facebook I tell you? And- it's the best photo that's ever been taken by anyone ever in the history of the world. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> it so. was a very good photo, but Thank I re- still reserve the right to give you a hard time because you give it back. So there. <laughs> well, today, though, we have to head south. We will go into the aforementioned San Diego County. Because we're going to see the Padres Stadium. 25 games, 29 and 30. The Padres are playing the Phillies. It's Patty's birthday. We will talk all things Patty's birthday. And we won't even mention baseball in the next episode. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, we're going to mention baseball. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be baseball on my birthday. So, yeah. Yep. And probably a little beach time. We're staying at a a really nice place. And then uh, from there, we'll go over to Arizona. But, uh, guys, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. And I hope you are really enjoying living vicariously through us while we're on this trip because we're having fun. Uh, We're continuing to spread the message of helping foster kids and hope to inspire people to get involved. You can text the word HEALING to 50155 to donate to Children's Hope Alliance. Uh, You can volunteer donate to a local organization donate not just money but donate items we're getting ready for school kids need school supplies and you know if you if you feel like you have an empty house consider fostering or adopting a child and yeah listen to some of our episodes where we've talked to the folks from the foster care organizations yep they'll give you some information go out on the website even if you're not in north carolina go out on the children's hope alliance website Children'sHopeAlliance.org, and look up. They've got a lot of resources there for you, regardless of of your geographical location. Without a doubt, uh, Lutheran Family Services another good resource. Lutheran Social Services, uh, A New Family Services, Family Alternatives, uh, Casa for Children. 
Yeah, all sorts of good organizations out there doing good. Heck, here in L.A., you got Foster L.A. We're hoping to work something out with them for a Dodgers game. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but you know, a lot of good organizations out there. So uh, if you're interested, look those things up, get involved, and help, let's help some kids. And uh, we'll continue to uh, spread our message as we journey on the home run on wheels MLB RV trip. Thanks again for listening, guys. Thank you. There was truth. There was consequence against you. A weak defense, then there's me. I'm 17, looking for a fight. All my life, I was never there.